Grace and mercy and peace belong to you. From God our Father, and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's call him Robert. Robert is a real-life person with a real-life experience. It is the summer of 2015 in Louisville, Kentucky. A couple of short years earlier, Robert had a good job, had good health, seemingly good relationships in his life. Then Robert sustained a work injury. His first doctor told him that surgery was not necessary. But then later on, another doctor told him surgery is necessary. So they finally got around to surgery. And then the surgery was botched. And so they had to go in eventually and do it all over again. The physical rehabilitation following that second surgery, something was just off. It, it, things just seemed to get worse. He, he found himself now having to grapple with, with chronic, debilitating pain. His savings dried up. His relationships with others, just because of all the pain and the strain and everything going on, his relationships with others began to disintegrate. In other words, in just a couple of short years, Robert's life went from one that was pretty stable and pretty smooth to one where it seemed as though all kinds of things were collapsing around him. Robert's experience reminds you and me that in this broken world, shattered by sin, the, the possibility that we might find ourselves swirling in a, in a whirlpool of, of all kinds of difficulties, that that possibility is alive and it's well and it's great in a dark world, in a dark world, dark times will come. In the Word of God before us, the Holy Spirit chose to record the real-life experience of another real person. His name is Job. As far as we can tell, Job lives a good number of miles to the south and east of the promised land of Canaan, perhaps about 2,000 years before the birth of Jesus. By any standard, Job is living a wonderful life. He's married. He has 10 kids. He's a devoted believer in the Lord. And he, he, he's privileged to, to 
own thousands of sheep, thousands of cattle, thousands and, and hundreds of, of donkeys and, and, and other animals. But then something begins to change. In fact, everything changes around him. Everything. First, Job loses all of his wealth through a series of, of breathtaking disasters. Job loses all of his sheep, all of his cattle, all of his donkeys, all of his camels. But the changes are not yet done. There is a catastrophic collapse of a building because of a freak whirlwind. His seven sons and three daughters are in that building. They all die. But the changes still are not complete. A, a, a terrible skin disease covers Job from head to foot with, with terrible, painful sores, so overwhelmed by, the, by this suffocating grief that, that Job just sits down in some ashes and, and he starts to, to scrape the surface of his skin with a, with a broken piece of pottery. But, but even then, the changes are, are not complete. Three of his friends show up. Now, now, his friends mean well. They have good intentions. But these three friends are products of their culture. And their culture has taught them, hey, what goes around comes around. And so they sit with Job and with earnest, profound-sounding words, they tell Job that, well, with all this disaster coming into Job's life, <laughs> well, Job must have done something to bring it on. But even that is not the end of all the changes in Job's life. Job's wife. Job's wife in a pit of pain and despair tells Job that he should just turn his back on anything having to do with God. In fact, what she tells Job is simply just curse God and die. Now absorb that for just a moment. Absorb that for just a moment. All that you have worked for your whole life is gone. Your health has left you. And in its place is this terrible skin disease that not only fills you with pain, it, 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 it fills others around you with a sense of revulsion. 
People who used to look on you with respect now look on you with pity or maybe even a little bit of contempt. Your kids, your kids are gone. And your own wife, your own wife, all she can say to you in this moment is curse God and die. Is this you right now? Do you find yourself in this moment right now that, that wherever you seem to look that everything is turning dark in your life? You look over here and it seems as though your finances are not going in the right direction. Or you look over here and your family relationships are going sour. You look over here and, and, and that little health issue, that's not so little anymore. And you look over here and, and, and as you're trying to make it through all the stress of everything that's happening, the people closest to you, the people closest to you are not helping. They are not helping. You feel darkness. You feel pain. You feel alone. How does Job respond to all this? A miracle. A miracle more compelling than, than any parting of any sea or any stilling of any storm. Surrounded by destruction, surrounded by death, surrounded by disease, surrounded by disinformation, surrounded by despair, a Holy Spirit wrought miracle, a fruit of faith, a fruit of faith that declares this. Oh, that my words were recorded that they were written on a scroll, that they were inscribed with an iron tool on lead or engraved in rock forever. I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand on the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes, I and not another. How my heart yearns within me Years into the future, Job's Redeemer arrives. His name is Jesus Christ. On behalf of Job and all of fallen humanity, he lives a perfect life. On behalf of Job and all of fallen humanity, he suffers and dies on a cross to wash away all sins of all time. 
and for the sake of Job and for the sake of all of fallen humanity. He rises from the dead. Through faith in this Redeemer, Job knows that he stands forgiven. Through faith in this Redeemer, Job knows that a loving God is by his side no matter how deep, no matter how dark the hole. Through faith in this Redeemer, Job knows that eternal life is his. Through faith in this Redeemer, Job knows that all will be well. In the New Testament, Jesus gives you and me a, a, a glimpse of what the last day will be like. He, he's going to point to specific fruits of faith in our lives as, as evidence for all to see of our, of our faith in Jesus as Savior. And as he does this, you and I are going to express some surprise at some of the fruits of faith he identifies. Brothers and sisters, just as God's word in the New Testament book of James acknowledges Job's fruit of faith when he was surrounded by darkness, so also the Lord Jesus himself acknowledges and sees your fruit of faith, including your fruit of faith of simply holding on to Jesus' promise even when you are in a moment when all you see is darkness. That fruit of faith is there because God the Holy Spirit by his gospel, has empowered you to bear that fruit. That fruit of faith is there because God the Holy Spirit, by the message of sins forgiven through faith in Jesus, has empowered you to shine in that moment of deep darkness. That fruit of faith is there because your Redeemer lives. And so, when the dark times come, let them come because you know that your Redeemer lives. Amen. May the peace of God that surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Jesus. Amen.